Welcome to Simple Kicking, the show by special teams for special teams. Simple Kicking provides football's latest special teams news, insights, and interviews with kickers, coaches, recruiters, and agents to give players the best chance of success on their career path. And now, your host, former Division I kicker for LSU and Rice University, James Harrison. Welcome to the Simple Kicking Show. This is the Special Teams Roundtable Series. Before we get into the roundtable with the kickers, let's talk about Big Game USA. 90% of colleges use the balls manufactured right here in Dallas, Texas. Use Simple Kick 2021 for 10% off your kicking order. Again, use Simple Kick 2021 for 10% off your kicking football order. What separates those who succeed at the next level is really the mental game. And I think mastering that and focusing more on that um, as a recruit would pay dividends in college. Um, you know, when I was a senior, one of my coaches asked what my mental routine was before a game. And I was like, what's that? And I think <laughs> something like that early on, something that you can rely on, right? that's gonna make the difference four to five years down the line, not whether you can hit four or five 80 yard kickoff, you know? You know, that aspect of competition, you know, you go to the camps or whatever to, you know, get your ranking and like you said, compare yourself to other people. But that's what three, four times a year, maybe like five times max college camps, you add a little more days in there. But now you're in a program where every single day you're going against somebody that's as good as you or somebody that if you're behind them is better than you. If you're a high school kicker who wants to go pro but has dreams of getting a college scholarship first, then this roundtable is for you. It will shift the way you think about your own kicking. Lee, hit the theme. Welcome to Simple Kicking with your host, James Harrison. Welcome to the Kicker's Roundtable, numero uno. Today's the 16th of February, and I'm going to go ahead and introduce these four courageous kickers. First, we have is Jonah LaPel, Harvard, Noah Rauschenberg at Baylor, Evan Staley at West Virginia. Do you remember your first fall camp and what you were expecting to happen Mitch, since I forgot you, you're going to lead off. Mitch Jeter from South Carolina. Yeah, so um, I came in in the, I guess, the summer of 2020. So um, obviously everything was going crazy in the world at that time. And, um, you know, coming in, I think that, you know, there was a lot of opportunity there for me um, with here in South Carolina. They just had um, their starting kickoff guy graduate. Um, and then they had an incumbent field goal kicker in Parker White. Um, so, um, kind of coming in for me was, you know, obviously I knew the field goal job, you know, the guy had been starting for about three years before that. So I didn't really know my opportunity there, but I definitely knew there was an opportunity open at kickoff. Um, and that kind of, I guess, revolved my training and everything around in the summer, just to, you know, make sure everything I had was on and, you know, really getting my mind right to go into fall camp and be ready to compete with the guy that's been through everything. So like, were you expecting in terms of your performance, like distance and hang time on kickoff, for example? Yeah, so, um, I mean, 
I knew coming in, you know, obviously in the SEC, you've got some guys back there that can really return the ball really well. Um, so I knew coming in, you know, 65 at least was definitely a bare minimum. Um, obviously, you try to get up there in the 70s um, to make sure there's no return. Um, and then obviously, big thing for me coming in my freshman year was definitely my hang times, uh, really getting that consistent 4-1, 4-2 ball. Um, you know, coming in, you've You've got coming to a college environment. You've got, you know, now you're playing in a stadium. Now you're playing on television. You know, you've got a lot going on that can affect you. Um, but, you know, I think that hang time was probably my biggest thing coming in. Um, and, you know, put, trying to put together distance to hang time, it was definitely a lot to go off of. But, yeah, I mean, definitely college is a getting in a whole new level. Um, and it's definitely a big learning curve. Floor's open, boys. My freshman fall camp was a very humbling experience, to say the least. Um, you know, I thought I was a hot shot coming in. I thought I was going to play right away. Um, and that could have been far from the truth as possible. Um, there was a two-year starter for me. And, uh, you know, I was highly recruited. I thought it didn't matter. I'm going to come in, win the job no matter what. Um, to my surprise, I went through a gauntlet of holders, um, and just a bunch of different situations that ended up me not winning the field goal job. Um, but I still kicked off as a freshman, which is a great experience to just get in the game. Um, but like coming into that, I thought I was going to be the guy no matter what. I thought this was my job to win. Um, and that couldn't have been farther from the truth. So it was very humbling. Uh, definitely set me on a good, good headspace going forward. But uh, definitely not what I was expecting for sure. Yeah, uh, mine was kind of a, like a mix of both of Mitch and Jonah. I kind of came in uh, thinking that I could win the job pretty easily. We had a guy who never really – he was the backup the year uh, prior for me getting there, and he was uh, – he kicked in the bowl game and everything, and then uh, the kicker who was starting the prior year got injured, and so basically the field goal job and uh, the kickoff job was open. And so I came in thinking that I was going to be able to win. I came in highly recruited, big leg. And so I thought um, it's just going to be my job to win and went through kind of a huge mental um, situation where I kind of got a lot in my head where it's like, hey, I need to hit this ball every single time. And, and what was that ball? It's it basically just hit my best ball, which is my a, uh, hit the A ball. got to hit every time. Okay. If I don't, then something's like it's not going to work out. Or if I do, I'd get into my head and go on a downward spiral, uh, spiral and just go down from there. And then um, I was fortunate enough to uh, start kickoff uh, freshman year, and that kind of kind of helped me uh, mature a little bit in that aspect. It was like you don't have to hit this ball every single time; just go out there, hit hit the ball. It's going to be the most cons consistent for you. Make sure that you're just getting enough hang time where your team can get down there, get them inside the twenty yard line. If it's not a touchback, if it is good, uh, it's great. If not, just make sure your team can get down there, and it's not too bad of a hit where it leaves him open and vulnerable for a big return. Yeah, man. I had the coaches round table last week and coach Anun was saying, look, man, I prefer a B ball on the numbers. Mm -hmm. Makes it easier for the coverage team. Had you known that Noah before that like, Hey man, I just need that B ball. I mean, I did, but then I think it just got into the mental case where it's like, I have to be perfect every single time I go out. And if it's not, then it's not good enough for me. Basically, you just kind of got in the downward spiral where if it's not perfect, then it's not good enough. And so I was trying to always go over the A ball 
And if it wasn't that, then I was just kind of mad at myself and mad at everything else. Have you guys, you know, again, floors open, where does that perfection and A-ball expectations come from? You know, I think um, a lot of times as kickers, we, you know, we see our A-ball and it's, it's beautiful. And, of course, that's the thing that we hunt every time. Um, <laughs> those are the big balls that everybody looks at and is like, holy cow. Um, yeah, it's fun. That's a legit kicker. Um, but, like, the thing that I realized, like, maturing, you know, I played college for six years, um, finished up last year. And the biggest thing that I realized, like, through it is, you know, sometimes, you know, you're going to be in conditions where, yeah, you'd like to hit your A ball. But, you know, if you hit your C ball and it goes in, that's a lot more important than, than a pretty A ball. Yeah, I guess uh, piggybacking up what Evan was saying is kind of the nature of our position. Um, you know, we go off our makes, you know, so it's a game where you're judging on if you're not perfect. So I think we kind of rely on our ability to to be the best under any circumstances. Um, and like, you know, playing in the Northeast, some of the conditions are just straight up nasty. So it's really just how good you are when you're at your worst, I think. Um, but it's definitely like a perfectionist mindset. Mm-hmm. Have any uh, of you guys I'll, had that mount, mind shift? Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but that, it sounds like that's kind of a mindset shift then. How yeah. good can my bad day be? Right. So, I mean, coming in, you, you know, as a kicker, you obviously, you know, you don't get as many opportunities as any other position on the team. And I think everybody is pretty much knows that. Um, but, you know, coming in, you, you really got to know you got to make the most of your opportunities. Um, I'd say that, you know, you, you're only going to get three, four kicks or less probably in a practice. Um, so, you know, finding maybe not your A ball, but the ball, like some of these guys said, that is maybe not your best ball, but it's going to be a, a ball that's going to do the job. It's going to get the job done. Um, at bottom line, that's what our position is, is can we get the job done um, at the end of the day? And I think that's that's what you got to take from a mindset of coming in being, oh, I'm going to hit the biggest ball around and nobody's going to mess with me rather than, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to get the job done. That, that's, an, that's an interesting word, job. What's the uh, what's the difference between winning a job, because all of you guys have done it, and now keeping? Um, what I've noticed in you know my time, I feel like a lot of times – you know, when you do the same job over and over and over again, because, right. you know, we, you know, receivers run different routes every play. Um, quarterbacks, you know, read uh, different every time. And, you know, ours gets repetitive. You're doing the same thing every, every time. So, you know, I feel like as kickers, sometimes after three, four years, you can kind of settle into that routine and kind of expect and get complacent with what you're doing. Um, it's very easy to do that. You know, I've done that. I've done that in my career and it kind of, it takes sometimes an eye opening experience. Like for me, um, in 2019, I got hurt. I was out for three games, you know, when I came back, I thought I was just going to start right away. Didn't happen. I had to, you know, win my job back. And, you know, honestly, it made me kick a lot better to realize like, Hey, you know, if there's somebody behind you that's pushing you, you got to, you got to look at yourself. You got to look at your form and everything again. And, you know, am I doing the right things? You, And I feel like a lot of times that's where kickers, you know, when they get complacent is, is where they, you know, lose that job. 
Yeah, kind of uh, to piggyback, uh, piggyback off that, um, going into this past season, um, I was basically starting on kickoff for two years, going to go to my third year, um, thinking that I was going to easily win the kickoff job. And then coming in the summer, uh, we bring in two guys who pretty much have pretty strong legs and can kick off pretty well and going out to practice and everything. And I'm seeing them hit four ones, hitting them uh, and stuff like that. And I'm like, oh, crap, they might actually have a chance to beat me at this. And it's kind of going to the place where you're not comparing yourself to them and not saying that I had to do this to beat them, but kind of looking back at yourself and saying, what can I do to get better at this certain aspect of this certain movement kind of to add 0.2 seconds of hang time, 0.1 seconds of hang time or five yards of distance. And it's kind of doing like the iron sharpens iron where you know that you can kind of help them and they can help you to figure out how to improve your game and everything. And I think that helping this whole entire season was trying to figure out little, little tiny aspects of the follow through or approach and just adding 0.15 yards here and there and just kind of help just get your um, best ball out there. Yeah, I kind of wanted to, I mean, kind of basically go off what Noah was saying of, you know, like, I guess getting that extra distance or extra hang time, you know, to not, not really necessarily getting better all the time of being better than the guy next to you. It's kind of, okay, I did decent last year, or however you thought you did last year, continue to build off that and really never getting comfortable or being, or never getting comfortable being uncomfortable. Um, so that's kind of like what I try to live by is, you know, if I'm uncomfortable, um, you know, kind of just allow that to happen and let it build you, um, you know, because if you get comfortable in that state of mind, you know, next thing you know, you turn around and somebody's beating you the next day. So. Yeah, it's like you got to learn how to deal with success and it's not something that you can rest. That's not what it sounds like from your experience in six years. If you would have known this during recruiting, did you know it? And if you didn't, how would that have changed the process? I think for me, um, it kind of goes back to uh, the aspect of comparing yourselves to others. I think especially with the way that camps are now, I mean, it's, everyone's comparing to everybody else. And so, I mean, um, what I've learned now in, in like the past year of maturing a little bit more and how everything is just not to compare yourself to the, the number one kicker in the nation or not to compare yourself to the uh, guy who's ahead of you, but always trying to improve yourself and improve your craft and get 1% better. Try to Try to watch them and see what they do to see why they're so good and see if you can add that to your, um, to your style and then, um, or your technique and then switch it or something to make sure it fits. And so you don't have to do exactly what they do. Find what works best for you and see if you can just add the five yards to your field goals, your kickoffs, your punts, see if you can add the extra hang time, see if you can add the more accuracy, if this helps or that helps. And if it doesn't, you can let it go and figure something else out and see what, uh, see if something else works for you. And if it does, if you can keep it. If it doesn't, you can let it go and uh, uh, find something else. And this is that trial and error to figure out what works best for you and um, go with it. I think the biggest thing that, you know, a lot of high school guys will probably, or college guys, whenever they were in high school, will probably tell you is, you know, that aspect of competition. You know, you go to the camps or whatever to, you know, get your ranking and, like you said, compare yourself to other people. But that's what three, four times a year, maybe like five times max college camps, you add a little more days in there, but 
now you're in a program where every single day you're going against somebody that's as good as you or somebody that if you're behind them is better than you. Um, so I think coming yeah. from high school to college, the biggest thing that a lot of guys I think would benefit learning is, you know, be comfortable with competition, you know, and work on, work on yourself rather than look, checking your shoulder all the time, left and right to see what everybody else is doing. So it sounds like there's a difference, a difference between comparing and competing. Mm-hmm. Okay. I was going to say, I think camps are a great way um, to kind of boost your status as a recruit and to be a good platform to get your name out there, but it really doesn't teach you how to kick in games. So um, you can be a great recruit, number one in the country, all that, and then get to a school and stink. I think what separates those who succeed at the next level is really the mental game. And I think mastering that and focusing more on that um, as a recruit would pay dividends in college. Um, you know, when I was a senior, one of my coaches asked what my mental routine was before a game. And I was like, what's that? And I think <laughs> something like that early on something that you can rely on, right? That's going to make the difference four to five years down the line, not whether you can hit a four or five 80 yard kickoff, you know? Yeah. I like what Jonah said too, you know, the, the competition in high school, the, the big thing, you know, when I was in high school, um, you know, going to these camps and everything there's, especially in high school, kids are, you know, at, at different levels in terms of growth, both physically and mentally. And, um, you know, I was on that lower spectrum of growth. Like I went to college at 165 pounds, um, at six, two, like I wasn't going to hit as big a balls as somebody who weighs 235 in high school. Like it just wasn't going to happen. Um, and you know, I, I, I grew into that. Like now I'm six, two, two, ten. So, you know, you can't look at where you're at, (laughs) you know, you can't look at those guys and, you know, be like, I need to hit that. Like, I need to do that. You know, a lot of times we want to hit balls at, you know, 60 yard balls, you know, we want to hit 75 yard kickoffs, but you can talk to any coach in the country. Um, and you know, they want a guy who is consistent for college. I would say, you know, 50 and in, if you can hit 80 plus percent of your field goals, um, from 40 to 50 yards and, you're making pretty much every kick inside 40 yards, then they're going to look at you a lot more than somebody who's crushing 60 yard field goals at a camp, um, you know, but only making 60% of their field goals. Consistency and competition. Those are the two words that are blinking in my head. So we've got about four minutes left in the show. And again, guys, this has been awesome. So thank you so much for joining. Um, Let's finish it off with this. Give me a story where you realized this shift occurring, whether that happened in a game or in fall camp. Like, where did you experience the growth that largely we've been talking about? I'd say um, for me, where I realized, you know, we've been talking about A ball, B ball, you know, kind of kind of what you want. Um, we were playing Texas in 2018. Huge game. You know, we're both ranked in the top 15 in the country. Um, I went out on the field, you know, pregame, there was a 20 mile an hour into my face going the one direction. And I told coach, he's like, where do you want to kick from? Like go in this direction. Um, where do you want to kick from? And I was like, man, you know, 
over 40 yards the way it's swirling like i don't know you know kind of where it's gonna go just the way it was swirling in there and uh you know we get end of the first quarter of the game and coaches like 45 yard field goal coaches like go out there and kick and you know it we've talked about mentality too and honestly i you know i kind of wasn't walking out there i was like holy cow like you know <laughs> struggle with this in pregame over 40 this is going to be rough and you know i got out there and you know i set up and i was like hey this you know i want that a ball that just looks perfect that goes through the uprights but you know i'm gonna have to drive this it's gonna look ugly probably but as long as it goes through the uprights you know that, that's what matters so i stepped back there you know i hit an ugly ball like in terms of if if i'm rating my kicks it was it was ugly but went through the uprights <laughs> you know you know that counted um and at the end of the game you know we ended up winning that game by one point wow um so you know just going out there and and i guess that was a huge time for growth just you know realizing that hey this always this doesn't always take the best product i can produce as long as you know at the end of the day the coaches only care hey does the ball go through the upright right so um yeah, so uh, this past year we were playing Princeton, um, not as big as rivals Texas, obviously, but uh, one of our biggest rivals. We haven't beat them since my time here and uh, hit two field goals early in the first half. And then probably, I don't know, a minute before the second half, before the first half ends, we get a pick, um, go on to hit a field goal, take the lead before the half is over. Um, and before the season, as context, like I made a bunch of new cadences to kind of throw off defenses and we get out there and it's actually pretty loud and I like can't hear our holder. And so we have a miscommunication ends up in a missed kick. So whole halftime, I'm just really upset in my head about it. Um, obviously like it's bad for the stats. This is my first year, first miss of the year. Sorry. Um, and you know, I just kept telling myself to stay, stay strong that this game is going to come down to a field goal and I'm going to be the difference. Um, fast forward to fo first overtime uh, of the game. So I haven't kicked since the end of the second quarter. Um, their kicker makes a field goal and we go out to kick. And if I miss, we lose. If I make it, we stay in. Um, getting my stance, the crowd is just going crazy. I can't hear anything. Uh, snap, my holder bobbles a snap. And that just instant heartbreak, stomach drops, but I have complete faith in him. I know that I just need to drive through this ball, stand my line, and it's going to go in. And last second, like last tenth of a second, he just gets the ball down, um, and it goes straight through the middle. Um, and that was just such a great feeling, so relieving to stay true, to stay mentally strong, make the kick. We ended up actually losing the game in the fifth overtime, super controversial, but uh, – just to say it's true and allow my team to stay in the game, that was a big moment for me. Yeah, was like, uh, for me, I don't think it was a particular game this year, but for me, this fall camp uh, this past year, I think was the biggest eye opener for me, especially over the kickoffs. Um, that's just like, I don't need to hit the four, three ball every single time. No. I don't need to hit 80 yards. I can hit it maybe 60, 66 yards, just deep enough to get my uh, guys a chance to get them inside the 20. And so this whole entire year, if I had a bad hit that maybe was able to get returned, 
go to the sideline, f- try to figure out what exactly I did wrong, go to the next one and kick it. And I think that kind of helped me mature just in the aspect of, hey, it doesn't have to be this ball every single time. And then uh, it just kind of got to the point where I could relax and not be as tense in certain games and everything and realize I have to hit my A ball if there's a returner who can run a 4-3 and has like 30-yard average return. I can hit my I can hit my B ball and be fine because I can control my team. And I think it all came to fruition, especially in that Big 12 championship, where I knew I could relax. I knew I could just go out there and just kick my ball. And I knew if it was a bad hit, my uh, the return team would have my back. And if they were tired, just coming off of a long drive or a long offensive drive, I could hit a get hit my eighty yard ball. And I was just lucky enough. So I had I think I think I had all my kicks were over four twos. Had a couple of four fours. And so I think it just always like, okay, I can relax. I can hit my ball. And it just came all, all came to fruition. You didn't have to make those A balls. You got into a B ball mindset, mm-hmm. more relaxed, and the results took care of themselves. Look, yeah. guys, that's all the time that we have for this roundtable. I want to say thank you again to each one of you. Uh, let's go around the horn one more time. How can a high schooler or someone who is on social media find you? We'll start with you, Noah. Uh, so my Instagram and my I believe my Twitter are the same exact thing. Uh, Noah underscore Roush ninety nine. Uh, you can just follow me or DM me. I'll pretty much answer to pretty much almost everything. So, Jonah. Yeah, my Instagram is J L I P E L. Twitter's the same thing, just ten at the end of that. Got it, Evan. Uh, mine's. The same on every platform. It's Evan Scott underscore one. Um, you know, like Noah said, any questions that you all may have, feel free to ask. Mitch, we started with you. We're going to end with you. All right. Um, I'd say so. My Instagram is uh, just Mitch Jeter. Um, and then I believe my Twitter is Mitch underscore Jeter. So not too much difference there. You guys can reach out to me anytime. Um, I'm pretty open. Just I'll respond and get back to you guys with the best advice that I can. Well, there it is. That's the kickers roundtable number one, consistency, competition, and that was a great time. I can't wait for us to do it again. We'll see you next time on the Simple Kicking Show. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.